Blog Talk Radio. Roger Anonymous Show 169 in this special Saturday night, two-hour edition. Why two hours? I have no idea. But I have two special guests on hold. We're excited to bring them up uh, in a little bit. We'll be talking about uh, some news stories, some entertainment news. My birthday this week, something called Warrior Dash. What is that? And uh, whatever else comes up, all that and a lot more. Coming up with the Dr. Anonymous show starting right now. Welcome to the show that is passionate about medicine and social media. Since 2007, this is the Dr. Anonymous show live on a Saturday night right here on Blog Talk Radio. I'm, of course, your favorite physician host. My name is Mike Savella, but my friends, like all of you out there, I see all of you out there. And uh, I'm kind of shocked by some of that. No, I'm just kidding. I love all of you. You can find me at DrAnonymous.com. That brings you the most current show schedule, blog posts, TV interviews I've done. You can also go to DrAnonymous.net. Shout out to all 234 people who like the show, who are fans of the show. However, Facebook does that now. It also gives you the video of me doing this show, including this past week's show. You can also go to DrAnonymous.org to subscribe to this show. That's the iTunes page. Also leave a comment. If you're all confused by that, and I know I've gotten some emails say, hey, I'm, all, I'm confused by that, man. <laughs> Just Google Dr. Anonymous on the number one link at the top of the page. That gets you right to the page. You can also listen to this show in real time on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Palm Pre, Droid, whatever mobile device you have. This uh, just uh, direct your mobile browser to uh, blogtalkradio.com slash Dr. Anonymous. Today is Thursday, not Thursday. Wow, it's this beer that's chucking me. Uh, it's Saturday, June 5th, 2010. It is 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Temperature here at Dr. Anonymous World Headquarters is 70 degrees Fahrenheit. And I've, we have a great show here for you here this evening. We have a two-hour show. And, yes, I have broken into the adult beverages. I am partaking of the Sam Adams Summer Ale uh, this evening and uh, going to be having a good time with that. Coming up in just a little bit, we'll be having our good friend Kat coming back to co-host for the show and also our good friend Jerry Tolbert. You may have remembered him from a past show here. He is Dr. Geek. <laughs> 
And uh, well, uh, I'll, I'll be plugging their stuff uh, later uh, this evening here. Uh, so uh, uh, let's see. I think I have everything uh, here. Before I go to the break, um, I do want again. Well, I do want to thank everybody for their birthday wishes from this week. We'll talk about that uh, in a little bit. Uh, but I do want to give a big shout out to everybody in the uh, chat room here. Before we take my break, we do have our co-host Cat. We have MJ Burgess. We have Liz. We have a guest. Shout out to the guests in the room. If uh, you'd like to register here at the Blog Talk Radio site, you can chat along with everyone else in there. Make fun of me during the course of the show. We also have Jill of All Trades, MD. We have Dr. Geek himself. We have J-Man. And uh, I, think, uh, I think we have all of the uh, particulars out of the way here. And I will uh, take my break. After the break here, we will have our co-host, Kat, and also our good friend, Dr. Geek, Jerry Tolbert. You're listening to the Dr. Anonymous Show, a proud member of the Family Medicine Education Consortium. You can get there by going to fmec.net, and also a member of the Better Health Network at getbetterhealth.com, and also a member of the ProMed Network, a podcast. You can get there by going to promednetwork.com, and we'll be right back. And welcome back to the Dr. Anonymous Show, curing that pesky rash, just with the sound of my voice. Welcome back. And uh, we have on, on the line here, we have a couple people here. I appreciate them taking the time here this evening. Uh, first of all, uh, our good friend there, Kat. Kat, how are you doing there this evening? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, man. What is, how going, are what you? is going on, man? Not much, not much. Enjoying a nice, relaxing evening with you and now Dr. Geek tonight. So what is that? So do you know the the, the temperature there, where you're at there tonight there, Kat? Uh, about 105. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's because you're in the room. You know what I'm talking about? Now you do. And also on the line with us, our good friend, Dr. Geek. Jerry is here. What, what's the temperature where you're at there, you old hot mommy, you? <laughs> 88 degrees. Wow, wow. So, uh, so, Carolina. <laughs> uh, so, Jerry, so let me start with you there. So you are currently working here uh, tonight, <laughs> and uh, you're yes, taking the on time call. to uh, – you're on call tonight, saving lives. We appreciate you saving lives. And uh, you were just telling us before the show here that uh, you were you were saving some lives there. So, uh, so strong work there, buddy. Doing my part. Doing my part. Um, some interesting cases tonight, but uh, but they gave me a break here, so we'll see what happens. Cool, cool. So uh, yeah, so if you have to cut away at any moment, uh, just uh, you know, just uh, just uh, let us know because uh, you know saving lives is uh, definitely the. Uh, the uh, priority. So yeah, so you guys like the bumper music? I have some. I've, I've uh, taken some time to get some new bumper music uh, for the show here tonight. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a I'm a fan. I love your bumper music. You know that. 
Mm. Oh, and I have to let you guys know, uh, like three minutes before the show, my Skype dropped out. So if, if my Skype drops out, um, then you guys are going to have to uh, cover me. You know, I'm just saying. Well, I think I can do that. That wasn't in my contract, but okay. <laughs> That's good. I'm not I'm not much for improv, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so Jerry, so since we don't know what your schedule is, the reason I wanted to bring you on is when you were on the show here uh, before, and I should really get that show number for people there, um, is that you were going on this wild and crazy type adventure. I don't, really don't want to call it a race. It was kind of like an endurance competition that's called a Warrior Dash um, before you tell the story about what happened that day, maybe kind of set it up for the for the kids out there and, and let people know what is a Warrior Dash. Sure, and I'm gonna in the chat room. I'm gonna pop up the uh, the uh, URL here. Because um, you are the fan. Um, it is a uh, well. It is a, a it is technically a race. It's timed, but. Um, it's a 3.2 mile course. The course we did was uh, in Mountain City, Georgia, 3.2 miles um, throughout one of the state parks there. And uh, it's basically a foot race with some uh, obstacles thrown in. Uh, we um, more or less went to this park with 7,000 other people and uh, piled into these 500 person heats. Uh, every 30 minutes running this 3.2 mile course. Uh, the obstacles uh, were pretty pretty crazy. Um, and this, this company, what they do is they they set up these races and help the people in the local area set them up. There are like seven or eight of them um, throughout, the, uh, throughout the country. Um, as a matter of fact, they're gearing up, I think, now for the Northwest. Uh, and there's another one somewhere in the Northeast, up actually not too far from where you are. Um, and uh, they're all different. They're all set up slightly different, but they all follow the same pattern, this foot race with, with some fun obstacles. I like to joke uh, with my friends, you know, the, the Wii made video games into exercise. This turned exercise into a video game. This is cool. Wow, so so uh, how, how many of these have you done uh, before this one? <laughs> this is actually the first one. This is my first foot race competition of any kind. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kat, Kat you were going to say something. No, I just I'm looking at the website now. This is really cool. It looks like fun. Did you do yeah, any like, fire leaping? Oh yeah, they're actually the only couple of the only pictures we got of me doing doing the race because the course was out away from where people could kind of watch it because we were running through the woods. Uh, the only pictures we got ourselves were a couple of pictures of me jumping through the fire. Um, wow. So, um, and uh, that was actually probably one of the more hazardous obstacles. I saw a couple of people actually trip over those. Uh, flaming logs. Um, luckily, we had just swam through uh, three-foot-deep water, and, and uh, we were a little wet, so <laughs> nobody was igniting. Uh, wow. Uh, so, so kind of set this up here for us again there. So, so, so what time does it start? And like, okay. you know, what, so, what, uh, you know how, how did it go for you? Um, well, it's, we did the 11 o'clock run. They, they started at 10, started heats every 30 minutes, 500 people in each one. And um, it was actually so popular that they, um, they actually ended up uh, adding a second day. So I actually went on day two. Um, we missed registration for day one. We were really bummed about it. We went on day two on Sunday, the 23rd, and um, uh, got there. 
probably about 9.30 uh, the night before. Well, actually, it was a little bit earlier than that. We got there at dinner time the night before, stayed overnight, got up the next morning, went out to the field. They shuttled us in from a parking lot that was just full of cars and uh, got our numbers um, and um, our little chips. They, put a, they have you tie a chip to your shoe, and then while you're running, that triggers a gate when you start. So we started at 11. And then when you end, we finished in 31 minutes and 52 seconds, which was uh, probably mm, not quite bottom third, but still, you know, not not the best, not the worst, somewhere in the middle. Um, but um, they um, they actually um, excuse me uh, started us down this. Um, it was sort of like a funnel. They funneled us into this place where you can walk. They, there are 500 people milling about in this huge area. It's like kind of like a, a, a cattle stall. And then all of a sudden, boom, the, the flames go off up above your heads and you start running. And it funnels down to people that are kind of walking um, no more than two or three across. And uh, then everybody kind of picked it up to a jog and finally got moving. Jogged about, excuse me, a little less than a mile and then ended up um, I plunged headfirst into the lake, didn't realize, of course, that the lake was there. Um, what I really didn't realize was that two inches under the water, there were these platforms. You couldn't see them very well, but they were there, and they were designed so you could run on them. So I'm, I'm slogging through the mud, going at about three-quarter speed, and uh, look up, and people are running by me five feet taller than I am. So I um, figured out quickly that those platforms were there and jumped up on them. Then you had to um, high step through some tires. We climbed over some four-foot-tall wooden walls. Another run through the woods to a, um, I think the cargo net may have been next, and then uh, jumped through some junk cars and did some hood rolls, did a little Dukes of Hazard. It was pretty fun. <laughs> wow. Um, and then it, the, the, the end of the course, and then it seemed like we were going uphill in the mud, sort of one person across uh, for what seemed like about three-quarters of a mile to a mile, um, dying all the way, of course. And... Uh, got to the top of this hill, and we had to run down a muddy hill, sort of on a switchback, slide down a huge mud slide into a pit of mud, three feet deep, that we had to belly crawl across because there was barbed wire over our heads. Um, then you quickly climb out of that into a, another little pool of water that kind of washes some of the mud off and wets you down so that you can proceed to jump over the fire, which was probably about a foot and a half tall, um, the a fire? Yeah, there were, yeah, yeah. There were uh, there were two um, two rows about 15 feet across, about a foot and a half tall of logs that they had lit on fire, um, and the flames were about three or four feet high. Um, there's some pictures um, on the website you can click on our day, the Southeast Warrior Dash. Uh, about middle midway through, about three, page three or page four, you'll see the first first couple of heats running through the fire, um, and uh, once you got through that, there was a, another quick little uh, downhill burst into a little bit of mud uh, to finish. And then um, you cross the line and your chip cuts the – there's like a radio transmitter that it cuts off your time. So um, it was pretty neat. It was pretty intense. Um, I uh, had been training for probably not really intensely, but off and on for about six weeks. I did the couch to five. All right, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, so, so how do you train for this thing? Like, what, what's that? What, I mean, did you, like, jump over flames in your house, or, like, what's the deal with that? I, I, I joked about setting up a course in my backyard, um, 
but I never really did that. No, just mainly just running, doing some weightlifting to make sure that my upper body strength was good for climbing over the walls. Um, and then just goofy stuff. You know, we ran around and, and um, you know, I do, I've done martial arts for quite a while. And um, so a lot of that stuff prepared me for some of the obstacles. But, but you know, like uh, I said, I, so I did count 5K because I, before I started training for this thing, I really um, didn't run. <laughs> I used to joke that unless something bigger than me was chasing me, and for those of you that don't know me, I'm 6'3 and weigh about 250 pounds. Um, things that aren't bigger than me, I don't really run from. <laughs> well, on their uh, on their site here, it says, "What the hell is Warrior Dash? Warrior Dash is the ultimate event for thrill-seeking athletes. This running series is held on some of the nation's most uh, demanding and unique terrain." And it also says, what do I get? Number one is free beer. That's cool. Uh, fuzzy yeah, Warrior Helmet. Um, badass Warrior Dash T-shirt. Custom Warrior Finisher Metal. Live music. Post-race granola bars. Well, that's good enough. A Warriors Race bib. <laughs> and the last one is the craziest freaking day. So did, did it live up to the experiment? Most definitely. Um, it was the craziest day by far that I have ever experienced. Um, I was um, quite pleased with how things turned out because um, I didn't die. That was the best part. Um, and uh, I actually ended up with um, a um, turkey leg. There's a great picture. I was actually just looking for it, so I was going to post a link to it. Um, ended up with a uh, turkey leg about 30 minutes later and uh, chowed down on that. We got a bunch of pictures of us wearing our warrior hats and uh, – our, I wore my "Trust Me, I'm a Doctor" T-shirt, so I got several questions about that. So. Nice. <laughs> huh. So, so of the, the the whole course, what what was the scariest part of the whole course? Scary? Um, probably that switch back through the mud because we were running almost straight downhill on a very steep hill, and two or three times I heard people kind of yell out like they had fallen. Um, and my first instinct, of course, was to turn around and make sure everybody was okay. Um, which they were, but it was pretty. It was pretty steep, and you kind of plunged off into nowhere. Um, you you would have gone off into the woods. It wasn't like you went onto another part of the course. Um, and so I was pretty. Um, I was running in some shoes that were not my usual running shoes, and um, it, it was kind of. Um, I don't know. Uh, Jay at the telephone. Go ahead. Say again. No, go ahead. You can finish. I didn't mean to. No, no, no. I was just going to say it was just really kind of um, one of those things where you don't know, as slick as it was, you don't know what's going to happen if you take a misstep. I mean, it, it looks like you, somebody could get hurt bad on those, <laughs> you know? You know, you know. as much as it looks like that, they were very, very good about keeping people safe. And, and people, like, this is one of those things, this is an event that, this is another reason why I was so excited to be doing it. It was an event where... Everybody kind of just pitched in to help each other out. You weren't competing, really. I mean, you were competing against yourself just to make sure that you had the, the intestinal fortitude to do things like this. I mean, that's what everybody right. was doing. It wasn't just um, – actually, there was a guy in one of the heats, actually the 10 o'clock heat, I think, that – and you may see pictures if you look through those pictures. He ran it in a little Bo Peep costume and came in ah. Wow. So, so – you, you, you do this yourself, or you, you, this is not like a team event, is it? 
No, it's not. I ran with one of the, I was actually, one of the other residents, her husband and I were going to be running it together, and he decided that since he didn't train at all, um, that he was going to um, kind of hold back and not um, not run it that day. So one of our other... Um, ah, he chickened out. Oh, come yeah, on, man. He chickened what's out. Awesome, what's awesome is one of the other spouses, excuse me, stepped up and took his place. So I ran with one of the other um, resident spouses. He, he ran it with me. So there, um, actually, let me see that here. I'll find, I got the picture. Finally. Let me pull this up. I'll, I'll post a link to it. Hold on just a second. Cool. Hmm. So, so like, Kat, I mean, can, you, can you do any of this? I know I couldn't do any of this. No, there was a time in my life where I probably could have, but um, that was a long time ago when I was in shape. <laughs> um, it's funny because, you know, I – my Twitter name is Warrior Cat, right? Jay was writing that in the chat room, like, oh, this would be cool for, for Warrior Cat to compete in. But, you know, I think I um, – what, what's the word I'm looking for? I overshot myself when I gave myself that name because I looked at the <laughs> of this race, and I'm like, wow, I couldn't – I don't think I could do all this stuff. You, you I mean, know, I – It looks a lot more impressive – on the website, I'll be honest. It's not, and it's not that it wasn't impressive. It was it was a good, well put together event, and they did a good job. But um, it looks scarier on there. <laughs> it does. I mean, it looks like it, it. It reminds me of the show Survivor when I look at some of these pictures. Oh, and a yeah. lot of the obstacles were kind of like that. Yeah. This was kind of a cross. If you've ever watched like Wipeout, Survivor, um, you think about the Crucible that the Marine Corps the Marine Corps goes through. That's kind of what this basically is. They took all of those things in, in a fairly safe form and put them into this uh, race. That's pretty cool. Well, on their, uh, on their website, they say, uh, what's the definition of a warrior? According to Random House Dictionary, a warrior means, quote, a person who shows or has shown great courage or aggressiveness, as in politics or athletics, unquote. I don't know about the politics part, but whatever. <laughs> politics. That's what it says on the website. <laughs> Maybe that in ancient Greece, like the Spartans. Yeah. Well, daggone it. Funny. I wouldn't have thought politics. Yeah, well, it, it, it also says, uh, can I bring my dog? Your dog can enter the spectator area, but it's not allowed on the course. All dogs must, all dogs <laughs> must be on a leash, and their owner is responsible for cleaning up after them. Well, that's good. Yeah, and there were, there were a lot of dogs there, um, and they were um, – there were a lot of um, people just there to kind of watch. You know, our wives went with us, and, and um, they they watched from the sidelines and, you know, kind of laughed at us and um, made sure that we didn't die. Um, but um, the really the, the coolest part, like I said, was just it was it was one of those – it was more of a camaraderie kind of thing. It was more like – this is a cheesy analogy, but it was more like Woodstock than like a race. Well, Woodstock. Okay, so yeah, so let's uh, let, let's get to the party part there, man. Cause so uh, so take us into the uh, the post uh, the post race uh, uh, entertainment. Uh, how was uh, how was that there, man? It was actually pretty cool. Um, had a um, had the opportunity to uh, just like it says, you get um, all of your uh, your beer. You get a free beer coupon attached to your running number. Um, so that's in your packet when you come out. Um, and uh, they didn't start serving that until afternoon. It was on a Sunday, of course, so they um, put that in a much easier, um, uh, I guess, a better way to, to handle things. Um, 
but uh, they had food, all kinds of um, different stuff, like I was talking about earlier, the turkey legs, and then they had the um, um, like barbecue sandwiches and a and, um, bunch of vegetables. They had bananas free at the end of the thing with some Gatorade. Um, so I chugged down a couple of Gatorades and some water and had a turkey leg. And then they had bands. They had live bands playing music the whole time and people out on this field on blankets just kind of hanging out. Um, we went through, after we got done, we went through some axes. They had these guys that, it was right just south of Cherokee, North Carolina. So a lot of the, um, there were a lot of different, like, um, warrior, Indian warrior type things to do there. Um, and so, <laughs> so they, um, okay, now that I've officially split my head in two here trying to do these things. If I can get this to work. There's the uh, picture I was trying to get up. Nice. So um, the, the guy in the middle there, that's the, um, the the substitute, the guy on the end with the bullet bill shirt, he's the uh, he's the, the guy that whooped out. So, so cool. Sam's <laughs> stomping on those big old turkey legs. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and that was the other thing. They were kind of like, instead of using money for the booth, the, you had to trade your money in for tickets. So it was kind of like the barter system once you got uh, once you got all that traded in. It was just it was just a very open kind of, you know, we're here to have fun and, and we're going to, you know, try not to get hurt while we do it. Um, but I thought it was really funny. I was talking about the axe throwing. We were throwing these axes, and I realized as I was skipping them off the top of the big, you know, log that they had there for us to throw them into, that the racetrack actually ran, like, 10 feet behind where we were throwing these axes. So we were throwing axes toward the racers. <laughs> Adding another degree nice. if we miss. <laughs> oh, man. So, so Jerry, so, so if you have advice for people who are, uh, who are considering this, you know, since you've been through it already and you, know, you have experience already, you, you, what advice do you have for people who are thinking about it other than doing it? Uh, do you have any advice okay. to help them help them to succeed in this endeavor that was going to be my first was do it um i said you know um our mutual friend amy mcgahey actually was the one that posted the first link that got me interested in looking at that and uh she had never she hadn't done it she does a lot of racing but um she had a friend who was doing it and uh posted the link and i said you know what i'm doing that and so um i at the time was was reading a book called born to run not to pimp other people's stuff here but um, there's a it's a pretty pretty um, recent book, not last couple of years, I think 2008 maybe, um, but it it um, talks about how um, you know we really were designed as a running machine. I used to joke that we weren't, and so that that's my piece of advice is it doesn't matter if you think you're a runner or not. I used to joke that I was a fighter, not a flighter, um, and uh, nice. and so. Um, that was my, my thing was, is, you know what, that's probably not true. I can do both. They're not mutually exclusive. And just remember that. Um, you know, remember that it, it's not about how fast you do it. It's not about how, um, you know, athletic you look. I mean, there were people there that were in great shape. There were people there that looked like they probably would have died after about 20 steps. Okay. Um, but we all finished. I mean, well, most of us. I mean, there, there may have been one or two people that didn't really make it to the end. But, um there were people walking the course. I, I'll be honest with you. We walked part of it because it was such a uphill grind uh, that I was just—I I, I was afraid that I didn't—I didn't want to overshoot myself because I didn't know how much we had left. Um, but 
Um, and the other thing is, is that you do need to train a little bit if you're going to do something like this. You don't want to just go into it cold because you really will fall over. Um, but I didn't, you know, I didn't kill myself. I started out running and um, ran till I got pretty tired. And then the next day I ran a little bit further. And then the next day I ran a little bit further. And I mean, it's, it's kind of like their website says, you know, that's basically their, their encouragement for you to how to train. It, it says go out and run and get up and do it again the next day. Um, and I made it up to, I did the Couch to 5K thing, which is a program that has been around for a while, but they've got some, they've got an iPhone app, and um, I downloaded the app. And, um, yeah, describe that a little bit. I've seen a, I've seen a lot of people on uh, Facebook um, doing that, and I think it's cool. Uh, how would you describe it for people who don't know what that is? Uh, it's basically a stepped, tiered kind of learning curve for runners. If you're somebody that's never run before, a 5K is about three miles, roughly, for those people that are thinking in the American system. Um, and uh, three miles it seems like a pretty far way to run once you start running. Uh, so what it does is it has you sort of walk for a while, for a few weeks. It's nine weeks total, I think. You walk for a few weeks, then you walk, run, walk, then you walk, run, walk, run, walk, run. Um, and it just kind of builds you up. Uh, by week six, you should be walk, running about 25 minutes straight. And it does it by time, not by distance. Um, the app plays your music. You can create your own playlists just like you would with, like, Nike Plus or any of those other things. Um, and it gives you audio cues. You can set it to tell you when you're halfway done, when you've got five minutes, two minutes, one minute. Um, it tells you when to walk. It tells you when to run, um, which is actually really, really nice because um, I, um, I have a tendency to get lost in my music when I'm running uh, or get lost in thought um, or get lost in conversation, um, which – um, I started running more for fun, um, and th this kind of came out of that. So um, it's kind of nice to have that reminder. I downloaded that cool. app. Haven't used it yet. <laughs> I have it on my iPhone, but I just haven't never, haven't used it yet. But uh, hey, Doctor Anonymous, tell everyone how many uh, applications I have. <laughs> uh, you have four four billion on your phone um, <laughs> right now. Okay applications on my iPhone, Dr. Geek, that all the pages are full. Like, I can't fit any more on the pages. They just go into hiding if I if I have any more. What you guys hold that oh. thought? Uh, Jerry, you, you, you okay to hang out for a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, let me take a little break because, you know, I want to play some bumper, a bumper. Uh, so uh, so after after the break here, it's only 30 seconds or so, we'll be talking uh, talking tech, we'll be talking iPad, we'll be talking iPhone, we'll be talking uh, the new iPhone, we'll be talking this new AT&T data plan, which are very, a lot of people are very upset about. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back right here on the Dr. Anonymous Show. We'll be right back. to Dr. Anonymous show live on a Saturday night here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, on the line we have with us right now, uh, continuing our conversation, we have uh, we have Kat. And you're, you, have, you, have you been blogging lately? Your your site is uh, faithignited.blogspot.com. How, how's that uh, How's that going there, Kat? Well, 
Well, my I haven't blogged since that one entry I did the other day that you so nicely uh, tweeted for me. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, oh. yeah, I haven't written since that one. I, I I'm not real good at doing that. Like, uh, as not, I don't want to say daily. Obviously, I don't do it daily, but um, as a routine, you know what I mean. I just kind of blog whenever I get the the urge. Uh, and of course, as already uh, mentioned, uh, your Twitter name is Warrior underscore Cat. So very cool there. And uh, also on the line with us uh, from South Carolina, Dr. Jerry Tolbert. His uh, blog is pagingdrgeek.blogspot.com, and you can find him on Twitter at drtolbert. So uh, how's, uh, how's blogging going for you there, buddy? Pretty well. Uh, the call of death. Um, Uh-oh. Um, got a bail? I, I don't have to bail. I just got to return the page. But um, I, I will finish the sentence before I do that. Um, blogging is going okay. I've got like three or four in the works. The problem is, is that um, I'm on medicine and as a as an upper level right now, so I'm you know in charge of the team. So um, time has been a commodity recently. So uh, once I get those kind of um, fleshed out a little bit and and more, I don't know. I, I want to make sure that they're that they communicate exactly what I'm trying to say because the last couple have been kind of nebulous, and I don't want to don't want to say like that. But um, anyway. Um, but yeah, get that page and uh, you know come back if you can. We'll be we'll still be here for another ninety minutes. <laughs> oh, cool. Hey, you should keep us on the line when you return the page. No, no, that, that'd be breaking some kind of HIPAA laws, so we shouldn't do that. <laughs> uh, so, Kat, so. Uh, um, so you have like four billion apps on your iPhone. Is, is, is that right? <laughs> I go crazy with the apps. I go absolutely insane with apps. They have an app for everything. And so there's just not enough, there's not enough room on my phone. <clears throat> Personally, I think they should give you as many pages on your phone as you need for apps because they don't take up as much memory as, you know, a movie or, you know, whatever. Right, right. So what uh, well, So what, what apps are you are love to these days? What, you mean, what, what are my latest apps, you mean? Yeah, what, 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 or, or what are your favorite ones or what are your latest ones or just curious? Well, obviously Echo Phone is one of my favorites, which is a Twitter application. Um I have all kinds of tw- well. I have the Echo Phone. I have Twitter for iPhone. I have Twit. Well, the TwitPic, of course. Tweet Mike, so you can do audio tweets. The Tweet Vid, Tweet Video thing. I can't think of the name off the top of my head. So I have like five different Twitter type apps. Uh, I got all kinds of exercise apps that I never use, including Couch to 5K. Um, I have. I have all kinds of games, and I have, well, my latest, you know, I'm, I have, I just saw this in the chat room. I'm sorry. It's funny. Jay's like, I'm too busy Twittering to keep my blog up. Los cachos. <laughs> <laughs> so can, can, you, can you see J-Man with that little Viking hat on? Would that be awesome? I was telling him that in the chat room. I said, those warrior hats look just like your Viking hats. It's so funny. 
except those are furry. <laughs> they were furry, and his is like just a Viking hat, but but still, that that was very cool looking though. That warrior dash, that's very that that looks like a lot of fun. But it definitely looks like you need to be in shape to do it. I'm I'm not ready uh, for that. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, you're in. Liz is asking how many pages. Did they give you 10 pages of apps? Is that right? Um, I wonder if I can look at this without it, ending the call. <laughs> I don't think oh, I no. can. Oh, forget <laughs> it. I, I, th- I think I, I believe it's 10. I believe it's 10. I know uh, that I have so. over 100 apps. I know that I have over 100 apps. So. so do you do you keep a lot of music on that too? or? Uh, yeah, but I don't have, you know, as much, I have more apps, I think, than I have music. Actually, the, the majority of what my audio is on my iPhone is, like, podcasts and stuff. Like this show. Thank you very much. Like this show. This is number one on there. Woo! <laughs> 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 oh, dude, that's, that's funny. Um, well, we'll, we'll, get to, we'll get Dr. Geek's thoughts on this next subject here because i know you have a lot of thoughts on this uh, at&t data plan so let me let me set it up for the kids here before uh, before you go on your rant here so <laughs> so i have this i have this article here this is from uh this is from wired.com wiredmagazine.com and the title of this from june 4 is uh what at&t's plan means for you so people for people who don't know what this is so people with iphones or even ipads uh so to have an unlimited data plan. You can get as much data as you want. Uh, just this past Wednesday, they announced uh, that they're going to be changing this starting on Monday. And just reading from the article here, the new tiered pricing structure gives the following options. Number one, 200 megs at $15 a month. If you exceed the limit, 15 extra dollars for another 200 megs. Number two, two gigs for five bucks a month. If you surpass this, then you can pay. Uh, you will pay extra ten dollars for extra, every extra gigabyte. Uh, number three, current smartphone either unlimited data for thirty dollars a month, but if they switch to one of the cheaper plans, they can't go back to unlimited. And number four, to tether your smartphone to a computer, you must use the two gig twenty-five dollar plan and pay an extra $20 for the tethering privileges. Some of these changes stink, is what the article says. And it goes on. I'll put a link to this in the chat room. But, you know, Kat, you know, I, you are uh, uh, one of you know, a number of people across this country who are very upset of the, about this change in the data plan. What do you think? Well, here's my deal, Okay. I, the only reason I'm with AT&T is because of the iPhone. That's the only reason, because I really honestly believe their service is not that good. Am I going to get in trouble for saying this on the air? No. Okay. AT&T, your service sucks. Show, so you're fine. <laughs> your service sucks, AT&T. I mean, uh, seriously. I, that's the only reason I'm with them, okay? Uh, and... From what I've heard recently, I think the iPhone is going to start going with Verizon, correct? Very soon, Verizon. I don't know. That's, that's been the rumors for like four months now, so I have no idea. Okay. Well, if that happens, then AT&T is just shooting themselves in the foot by doing this because everybody's going to leave. 
they know they're doing this because they know that people are going to stay because of the iPhone. They're being greedy. But what's going to happen is if, if Verizon picks it up and decides to do an unlimited plan, they're going to lose every iPhone customer they have. And then where will they be? In the gutter with all the other gutter rats. <laughs> um. So, so Dr. Geek, you know, so uh, um, so you've heard of this change, I presume. But you, you have any thoughts on this new AT&T data plan here? Um, you know, I I said earlier when we were kind of you know talking about this in passing that I was glad that I had grandfathered in, and uh, you know that's one of the things they talked about was that you you can keep it as long as you um, as long as you keep it. Um, you can't change, and you can't go to the other um, plans, and you can't get tethering and those other things. You know, the thing is, at this point for me, um, I was looking at my data usage for the last few months, and interestingly enough, my wife, who got her iPhone just a couple months ago, uses way more data than I do, and ne neither one of us really break 250. Um, so it might actually end up saving us a little money in the long run. So I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's silly to, um, to throttle the way they did because, you know, in a way that, yes, they're saving you money by not charging you so much um, to use the data that you've been using, basically. But it's kind of like that deal where, you know, you, somebody goes to the store and they say, well, this purse cost $500, but it was on sale for $300. So I saved $200. Well, no, you just paid $300 for a purse. Um, and unless you can give me that $200, you know, I, <laughs> it doesn't exist. It's, that, it's the same idea here. AT&T is telling you you're saving 15 bucks, but really what you're losing is the ability to use unlimited data if you really wanted to. Um, so I, I see both sides of the argument, but I just I don't. It'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad for, I'll for all, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say I'm glad I'll be grandfathered in, but I was I was curious about what was going to happen when I re, if I renew my contract. They'll keep that deal you as can long renew as I stay with contract. The, as long as you stay with the same exact contract, you will you can renew it. The problem is that most people aren't going to want to stay with that same exact contract because they're going to start changing things around on the other side of things. Um, you see, we we actually grandfathered in on one of those low-minute rollover plans. I mean, we we hardly use our minutes, and uh, you know, I'm on the phone all the time. But it's just we have a lot of people that have AT&T, and we have a lot of free uh, time and stuff like that. So I, it's, you can keep it and. And the only, most people, the only thing that, that a lot of people are afraid of is that when the new iPhone comes out, um, you can transfer the plan to the new iPhone, but um, if you want tethering or if you want those other things or, if, uh, you know, maybe next year a 4G iPhone comes along, that's a lot faster data. Um, LTE is moving basically at, at broadband speed, and uh, that's a lot of data that you can pull across there. So you can be streaming movies and other things. Um, not that I want to watch movies on a three-inch diagonal screen. <laughs> I mean, we were, we were talking about geeking out and all the tech stuff. I did I tell you, I don't think I told you the last time. I've, I've got a digital projector. I watch television on a 120-inch diagonal screen. So. Wow. You wow. are Dr. Geek. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was actually cheaper than a television. Um, so. But, uh, yeah, but what you like, well, well, what about all those people like me who were going to... 4G guy, got to be contract. I'm going to be, I'm going to be choosing. Yes. You kind of cut out there. Kind of lost you. What did you say? Yeah. 
Oh, this is not good. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you, but okay. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll we'll see if the Skype we'll see if the Skype holds up here. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, uh, what I was saying is like, uh, what about the people like me getting the new 4G iPhone? And you know, I, I'm not going to be grandfather. Choose one of these stupid plans. Do you? Um, so you don't have an iPhone right now? No, I do have a new iPhone. But when you get the phone, you got to get a new contract. You don't have to. You can transfer. You can keep the same plan. You get a new contract, yes, but you keep the same plan. They're they're going to be they're going to be weaselly about it. Um, I think they're they going to be. Yeah, weaselly I, about it. I don't deny that at all. Um, you know, if you're up for renewal, then they're going to ask you to get a new plan to get the discount. I would guarantee that's what's going to happen. Um, so you either pay full price for the phone, or you, um, you know, or you keep your contract. That's probably what they're going to end up setting up as the ultimatum. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're they're, they're going. I mean that's I mean that's why they that's why they uh, announced it five days before when they're going to announce the new iPhone. Right. Exactly. It, yeah. If Worldwide Developer Conference wasn't next week, this wouldn't be quite so fishy. But anyway, um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see what what happens with that. Um, um, so what so so look, look so since we're already talking about the 4G, so so Jared, what what do you think about the 4G? Uh, um, you know, I mean, we already know what's going to be in it, pretty much. You know, from the whole stolen incident. Uh, let me ask you that, Jerry. Do you think the whole stolen iPhone incident was a whole setup? Um, I don't think that it was entirely set up, just because of the way people have reacted to it. Um, I do think that um, some of the things that have been happening around it um, were set up more for publicity than anything else. But you know. People make mistakes. People make mistakes every single day, and I think that's probably all this was when it initially happened, but it just got blown entirely out of proportion by uh, people that were trying to, um, you know, be the the spoiler for the next big thing. Um, the phone itself, yes, what I think of it. I mean, I think it's going to be a, 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 a interesting piece of hardware. Having just bought an iPad, which you alluded to earlier, um, I, uh, I'm not really that gung-ho to to get my hands on the new phone. I've got an iPhone. I just got it back in December. and I've been using one form or another of the iDevice for probably a year and a half now. I got an iPod Touch uh, last year, early in the year, and then traded up for the iPhone in December and then got my iPad back in April. So, uh, you know, I, I, I've kind of, at this point, I've, I'm at critical mass for iDevices. I love, I, I love Apple stuff. It's awesome. <laughs> so, so Kat, you you uh, you asked us before, right before we went live, about about purchasing a a Macintosh computer. Is that something that you're thinking about? Well, I would yes, I would actually love one. But my mom is looking into a new desktop, and she um. Oh, that's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I told you. I Keep talking. Keep going, okay, keep going, keep going. I'm keep talking, going. I'm talking. Uh, I forgot where I was. Okay, let me not look at the chat room. Um, your, your, your mom is oh, thinking yeah, about getting... Oh, yeah, my mom wants a new desk, desktop, okay? And she, I told her, I said, well, you know, I have always had personal computers, always. And uh, so, and I'm used to them. You know, but I've always wanted an Apple because I know you can't get viruses and all this stuff, right? Um, 
So that's actually, I've always that's actually that's actually only partly true. So be careful when you when you make that assumption. Okay. Well, no, that's good then to know. <laughs> I thought yeah. that was part of why they were so much more expensive is because they were pretty much virus proof. Well, they're but, not virus proof. They're more stable, and there are fewer viruses for them most of the time. It's and and early on it was because nobody really cared enough to to write the code to do it because it was a specific coding language. Um, but you know, at this point, they're probably neck and neck as far as the number of things that could potentially cause problems. Oh, okay. Well, I you know I, I she said she'd like to get one because I know it technically should be a better computer. Sorry, PC users out there, but. Uh, I'm just afraid too because isn't it isn't working it a different way too? Isn't it not like the PC where it's just so easy to click and point? And well, point it, your statement about it being better is actually what the same as what your other statement there. Um, the reason that it's quote unquote better, which is kind of a word that I try not to use, um, but the the reason that it's that it's more geared towards uh, people that aren't are novice or not necessarily novice. That's a, that's another bad word to use. Um, casual PC users is that it is easy to pick up. Um, it's just like you pick up your iPhone, you push a button, it does what you tell it to do. Your iPad, you pick up it, you pick it up, you push a button, it does what you tell it to do. There's not a whole lot of extra things. There's not a whole lot of, of clicking a lot. There's no right clicking, which uh, that was always the joke. You know, name one thing I can do with the PC that you can't do with the Mac, and the answer is right click. Um, but the but the, the the bottom line is is that it's it's designed to be easy. When it comes to the user interface, it's designed to be accessible, um, and that's really what makes it a, a quote-unquote better machine. Um, I, I did a lot of like graphic design stuff in college, and you can do uh, basically the same things on both sets of machines. There's there's really, especially now that Apple is using the Intel hardware, um, there's, there's very very much less difference uh, between the two. They're getting closer and closer as time goes by. Well, Kat, what with it is basically just like email and you know that type of thing. I mean, nothing too, you know, too complicated. Zoom. No, I mean she likes. She, yeah, she does the email. She likes to play her games on Facebook. <laughs> That's about the most she'll do. So graphics-wise, I know you can get good graphics on any computer, depending on which computer you get. And I know that, and I've always known that with Apple computers, it's really good for people who want to do make movies and, and things like that. And she doesn't do all that. But, you know, she's just looking for a good, long-lasting computer because she can play her games as much as she wants and not have to worry about using the computer too much. You know what I mean? It mm -hmm. makes so, like, it's, I think it's bad when you're even on a desktop and you hear that, tower just making all this noise from the fans or whatever. It's just like, oh my gosh, you know, right. it's probably just gonna right. blow up. <laughs> so wrong uh, way, but uh if your mom has, you know, difficulties with sight and things, I mean Macs have I think a little bit better um way of they're called eyesight or low eyesight to see you know, the graphics and I didn't know if that's an issue or not. Yeah, well, she needs her, she needs a new prescription of glasses, that's for sure, you know. <laughs> and one of the things she said was, like, she wants the biggest screen she can get. You know, we were looking at the one that says 27-inch, and she's like, oh, yeah. 
Yeah. And another thing you can do with that, I mean, is that you can zoom up, you know, on a certain part of the screen, whether it's, you know, a, a letter or whether it's, you know, her little screen for Facebook or something like that. So, so they have that type of functionality as well. Yeah, I think we're going to go with that one. I mean, if I don't have to know that much more on as far as how to work it, like I said, I've never used an Apple. The only Apple stuff I've ever used was my iPhone, iTouch, you know, that kind of thing. So, but I'm excited. I'm excited to to see it. You know, and I know that once I get a new computer, whenever I'm ready for a new computer, I think I think I just want to convert all to Apple, just everything Apple. Wow, you Apple wow, fan girl, you. Yeah. Apple of my eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Um, I do want to break before the top of the hour here. Uh, so uh, probably our last topic before we break is, uh, so let's talk iPad here, uh, Dr. Geek there. Uh, so what, 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 uh, what, what apps are you, are you loving on your iPad uh, these days? grab it here. Like I said, that's perfect timing because I'm going to have to go here after we geek out here for a few minutes on this. Um, I uh, really have been using Safari more than anything else here for the last few days because it's our, our EMR system is, well, it's not even an EMR. It's an, an electronic archiving record um, for the hospital is in Safari, or I mean is a, is a web-based archive. So that's really what where I do a lot of my work. Um, but as far as uh, app apps, uh, still been using the social app, still using Dropbox. That's probably one of my um, most used apps. Um, uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. I'm trying to think there's something I just downloaded that I thought was pretty cool. Um, I can't find it. Um, Oh, that's okay. Let me uh, l let me ask you this. So, so you've had it for probably, what about a month now? Is it? Would that be right? Uh, two months, actually. Two months. So, uh, so having it two months now, was there anything um, that uh, even after using it? Because sometimes you don't learn stuff after you use it for a while. Is there stuff that is missing, or is there stuff that you you know uh, is improved with the with the software upgrade, or you know stuff like that? with this for a couple of months, there's very few things that haven't kind of been addressed. Um, a lot of my issues came early with things like numbers and keynote and pages that didn't talk very nice. They weren't playing nicely with, uh, with the um, Microsoft. Um, you couldn't export them to a format that Microsoft could use, and it's kind of tricky to import things. But now that Dropbox has their official app, um, you can run things back and forth between the two very easily. Um, and um, you, know, you can export and import files pretty quickly. Um, open them. If you've got it in your Dropbox, you can open it in Pages, open it in Keynote, open it in Numbers. Um, so that makes those um, much, much more useful. Um, there were issues with the VGA out. I bought one of the VGA adapters after that first couple of weeks. Cause, um, you know, yeah, have you tried it yet? I have, um, and it works great. Uh, there's some there's some things there you were talking about things that I would change. There's some there's some little things there that I'm kind of frustrated with. There certain um, if you if there's something you bought on iTunes, a lot of times it won't um, it won't let you um, anything with DRM of any kind. It won't let you play through the VGA out. Um, so that's mm. kind of frustrating. Um, and, but did you use it? Did you did you try it on your projector yet? Uh, 
I did, and uh, the quality is just like any other VGA source. Um, it's okay. It's not phenomenal, mm -hmm. but it's, it's definitely okay. For PowerPoint presentations, it's great, or for keynote presentations, I should say. Um, yeah, because I'm, uh, I'm doing this presentation in October, and uh, I, I was going to get the VGA adapter and then try to present from the iPad, and I was going to try to talk to somebody who have actually used it already. Yeah, have done it and will do it again. Um, I like the way it's set up. It gives you basically a presenter view. Um, you can't see, like if you did notes, um, you, can't, you don't see the note pages, but you can see the slides as a, as a, um, like a film strip. Um, and then you can also use the laser pointer. I don't know if you've played around with Keynote at all, but if you hold your finger on the slide yeah. while it's running, it brings up a laser pointer. Well, it does that on the big screen too. Um, so you can use it as a presenter um, kiosk, and it does a good job with that. Make sure that you have a long enough cable, though, um, because you're kind of tied to it. Um, so if you're at a podium or something like that, then you're okay, or at a, at a lectern. But if um, you're going to be walking around, you yeah. want an extension cable. Now, did you, have, did you have to build the keynote in the iPad, or, or can you export it and import it from you you know, export, a standalone? You can export, import. The one I did, I had actually built in, in Keynote because um, I was sitting there in, in uh, I may have been on call that night, and uh, just playing around with it, looking at the, the slides and stuff. And um, They've got some pretty good templates built into it when you buy it. So I pulled one of those up and just uh, quickly typed it all in. Um, I bought the official the official Apple case, so that prop works great for typing things in. Um, nice. You know, everybody always asks about, oh, isn't it hard to type on that thing? And no, no, not even remotely. But I don't type using touch typing, so uh, that's, again, that's another place where I'm, I'm sort of a, a a rogue. You know, I don't uh, don't do things the way you should. But um, but it made it easier to adapt to this platform, just like adapting to the to the Python, um, because I've just memorized where the keys are in relation to each other. So. Well, cool. So, so Kat, did you, do you have any iPad questions uh, before uh, before we let uh, Dr. Geek go here tonight? Uh, I just want one really bad. It's just a comment. I just want one so bad. But I'm trying to hold out. I'm trying really hard to hold out for the next generation, because I want a webcam. I want a web, and I know I have this feeling in my gut that the next one's going to have a, a webcam in it. Oh, you know, come on, Chad. You, you, you wouldn't even use a webcam anyway. Come on. I would. I'm telling you, my webcam on my computer is broken. I, I, told, I, I told. I love. Uh, go ahead. I was just gonna say I love using my webcam. I swear it's broken, Doctor Anonymous. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> when, when we talked last time, that was actually what I said, almost verbatim. Oh, I'm gonna wait for the next generation. And then yeah. I played with it for like 15 minutes at at, uh, <laughs> at Best Buy, and I was yeah. like, you know what? They've got this down. I, they're, it's not gonna get any better. Um, do, you, do you miss it? I mean, do, do, do now now having it two months, you know, do you wish this? You, you wish it had one? Because I don't wish it had one. I mean, I, you know, I don't really care. I bought it day of, so I mean, I've had it for two months. I don't. I, I'm. I yeah, but I mean, I mean, it's, you know, after having it two months, you're like, you know, I really should have waited for the camera. But you know, I'm not really missing it at all, even well, if it did have one. Yeah, I probably. Would. No, no, no. I was I was actually waiting for the camera. I was just waiting for the second generation. I wanted them to work the bugs out, and then I was going to buy one but there weren't any bugs. Um, you know, I played with this thing, and I thought, you know what, 
they kind of baited this with the iPod Touch and the iPhone and, and did a good job of cleaning up a lot of the, the issues. Um, and, you know, other than the scarcity of, of apps in the App Store right now, uh, it's actually pretty well got, got it down. Um, I, um, I don't know what really what add, a webcam would add. I don't use the webcam that's been built. I've had three laptops over the course of the last six years, I guess, and uh, I don't use the webcam. I'm not a webcam. Exactly. I'm, I, have a face, <laughs> I, have, I have a face for radio. Um, but, uh, so, I, no, I, I do not regret it at all. And um, as much as I'm using this and as much as I know I'm going to be using it, because our electronic medical record runs, um, runs very well in a Citrix environment, and uh, our hospital just, um, just actually um, went live with a new ZenApp server, which is a Citrix uh, product, and that allows you to um, do a virtual desktop using just about any operating system you want. Um, oh, you, 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 you use this for... It broke up there. Say that again. Totally broke <laughs> Uh, so, so you're using the iPad? Yeah, well, I have it on there, and we haven't gone live. We don't go live for a couple of weeks with our new electronic medical record, but um, I use, um, I actually use right now a remote desktop called Jump Desktop. That's the other one I was looking for. Um, I use that to um, do a remote desktop to my uh, work computer, which is a laptop of, of all things. It's actually a tablet. <laughs> it's one of the convertibles, but it weighs about nine pounds. Um, so it's really kind of bulky and useless, and when you can take a less than two-pound tablet in there and tap things out with your finger instead of trying to use an active pen and all that stuff. I'm gonna have to try that out. Yeah, it's actually pretty sweet because um, we use right now we have a Centricity AMR made by GE, and um, it's not as conducive to using um, your finger to tap things out. Uh, but we're switching over to all scripts, and the buttons are a little bit bigger. There's a whole lot more in the way of button pushing, uh, less free texting. Um, and so I'm thinking that's probably going to be right up the alley. And then there's also, speaking of apps, there's an iPhone app, native iPhone app, and they're working on a native iPad app for that EMR as well. The iPhone app lets you kind of check all of your, your messages and your tasks and sign off on labs. And if you have to do, um, like if you're on call, you can uh, get uh, patients. Uh, basic information like their med, their med list, their past medical history, surgeries, allergies, and uh, you can e-prescribe right from the iPhone app. Oh, that's awesome. See, I want cool. I, would hope, I, I would love to have an iPad for my document my documenting in nursing. You know, for nurses' notes. I hope that they eventually do that. I mean, I don't know how many years down the road that is, but because I mean, I work in every place I've ever worked in. Hasn't even didn't even have computer charting yet. Like the places that have it now, I'm not working there. <laughs> you know, the place that I'm at is still uses paper. Yeah, and that's how our hospital is. That's when I called it an archiving system earlier. We had a, um, our hospital, everything's still on paper, and then they scan that paper in. Like that's that's kind of defeats the purpose. Um, but um, so. We're going to some computerized order entry. That's the first step, and then eventually, um, probably long after I'm gone, they're going to uh, go to a EMR. But um, our clinic, which is affiliated with the hospital, but you know not attached to the hospital physically, um, 
we've been using an electronic medical rock record since I got there. They've been using it for long before then, probably for the last 15 years almost, 15 years. So well, cool. there is educational programs that benefit. So, uh, so Jerry, I'll, I'll, I won't take more uh, any more of your time. I really appreciate you calling in while you're working. Uh, so uh, you can catch uh, Jerry there on his blog, pagingdrgeek.blogspot.com. Follow him on Twitter, Dr. Tolbert, uh, on, uh, on Twitter. To, I put his blogspot address in my thing, and it didn't work. Um, but I found him on Twitter. <laughs> I'll... Uh, I'll pop a link into. I'll tweet a link here in just a few minutes to it again. Okay. Um, it is up. I was just looking at it a few seconds ago, but um, it uh, hasn't been updated in a while, so it's not it's not a big loss. Uh, but um, thanks for having me, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get together again soon. I wanted to ask you. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah, th- this is good. Good times. <laughs> um, I'm actually. I finally get an opportunity to go out to Kansas City and do a little uh, recruiting. So. Um, yeah, I'm, I want to definitely want to follow up with you on that because uh, uh, um, somehow uh, I'd like you to call in live from Kansas City, but we'll we'll work, we'll work out the details on that uh, yeah, for the show. So, tell, me, tell me what you want to do, and I'll be there. All right, man. Hey, have a good night, and I hope it's not too too busy. And save some lives out there, buddy. Uh, we appreciate <laughs> you taking the time. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Take it easy. All right, we'll see you Bye. later. Bye. Later. Nice to meet you, Cat. Bye. Nice to meet you too. All right, Kat. Uh, so Bye. what we'll do is we'll we'll, uh, we'll take a break uh, because I have to get another beverage and uh, and to tell everybody, hey, at the bottom of the hour, close to the bottom of the hour, we have a special another special guest that's going to be calling in, and I won't tell anybody to tease everybody there. <laughs> but what we'll do is that we'll take a break. This will be uh, this will be a little bit longer. This will be four minutes, uh, and uh, at the get a beverage as well. So, uh, uh, so Kent, we'll, we'll take a break here and, uh, I will find a song and then we will be right back with cat. Cat has a lot of stories we're going to be talking about here, um, uh, in a little bit, uh, including your, uh, your buddy, uh, Kate Gosselin, which we'll be talking about uh. in a little bit as well. So, <laughs> uh, you're listening to the dog on this Saturday night. We'll be back in just a little bit. Don't go anywhere.
with Tony Braxton on a Saturday day. Welcome back to the Dr. Anonymous show live on Block Talk Radio. On the line with us now, we have our good friend Kat. Kat, welcome back to the show. How are you doing there this evening? That's my radio voice. You like that? <laughs> you know what's so funny? It's like watching you in the cam at the same time, watching how you, when you say it like that, and like watching you. It's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, like uh, we, 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 look, it took me years uh, to uh, that. Um, but this story, so we have some uh, interesting entertainment. Uh, uh, somebody sent to me uh, earlier that. Uh, Hello. <laughs> no. Mar- uh, <laughs> It says on this site, it says, um, Dr. A, I can't, oh, there you are. You're like cutting out bad, like bad. (laughs) Okay. Let me, let me do this. Uh, everybody hang out here for a little bit. Let me, let me redo my Skype here and, uh, We'll redo my Skype, and we'll uh, we'll be something here. Okay, we'll be right back. Try this. Can you hear me now? Hello. Can you hear I me can now? hear you loud and clear. Yay! Does that, does that sound better? Much <laughs> better. <laughs> like, I right. thought you had um, been off there for good. You know, it was bad. Oh. Anyway. Well, yeah. So, 
We'll see. We'll see how long this connection holds up here. So, uh, so as I was saying before, I got dropped off there. So we're, we're going to be talking about some some entertainment stories here in a little bit. Uh, but something I did, I did find out uh, this week. Uh, somebody sent me a link actually uh, that uh, tomorrow, Sunday, uh, June sixth, is the twenty third annual National Cancer Survivors Day, and uh, the website there is NCSDF dot uh, org. And uh, of course, Kat, you are a cancer survivor, and uh, I thought this is a, this is kind of cool that they do this. You know that is cool, and, and I don't remember ever hearing about it before. Um, and it's his twenty third annual, so um, uh, you know I, I just didn't know because it seems like they have a, a national day for everything. I mean, I even saw there's a national donut day. You know, <laughs> it's like. I'm glad that they're looking out for us cancer survivors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. How you looking at the chat room too? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, we'll 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 keep going here. <laughs> keep going. It'll end up being a podcast. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you can listen to it later. Come on, you're fine. <laughs> Uh, but I was looking at this website here. It's a National Cancer Survivor, excuse me, uh, Survivor Day homepage, um, and uh, I guess there's a foundation there, and uh, uh, it looks it looks really interesting. And, and looking at uh, some uh, stories on Google and uh, on uh, uh, Yahoo today, there's a lot of kind of events across the country uh, commemorating this and. Uh, um, with families and with healthcare providers and doctors and nurses and um, just uh, uh, so I think uh, I think this is really cool. Yeah, maybe I'll throw myself a party tomorrow. This is the party. Yeah! All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My cancer survivor day party. Woo! <laughs> All right. Uh, so we have a bunch of news stories here. Where, where, where do you want to start here? What story here is really getting getting your goat here, Kat? We'll start with that. You want well, to start with Dr. Drew? Yes, there's so many, you know. Um, yes, I don't know if you have a little audio clip about that. I guess not. It's just been in articles. But for anyone who's you know knows or listened to me in the past on Dr. A's show, I'm a huge fan of Dr. Drew. Okay, even though I think he's a little bit too much into the fame aspect, I always thought he's a good guy. And, you know, I still want to think he is. I do, okay? But I've found some things out lately that just really kind of peed me off, <laughs> put it politely. All right. They're getting started on filming Celebrity Rehab 4. It was supposed to start next week, but it's been pushed back to July probably, okay? And I saw a couple of articles on TMZ as far as, here, let me look at which one this one was. Uh, He says, or not he says, it's not Dr. Drew saying it. I guess it's just, you know, part of the the producers or whatever. But the, uh, the title of the article was on TMZ, Celeb Rehab postponed, we got no big drunks. <laughs> Basically, they have, a, they have you know, some people that they're going to have on the show, right, like disgusting people like Tila Tequila, you know, and some guy I never heard of, 
you know, your basic B-listers that you always have. And then, um, but they said they have some holes in the the uh, cast, cast, meaning no big stars. You know, they like to have the headliner, which I, you know, I think the biggest star they've ever had on that show was probably Tom Sizemore, okay, as far as maybe being the most respected as far as his craft. I mean, they had that Baldwin guy, I don't know, but he kind of skeeves me out. Um, they had, uh, what's his face, a crazy dude. Um, the crazy dude that had the mugshot with his hair all over the place. Gary Busey, which I think he's a lunatic too, but they're bigger stars. I mean, what I'm saying is other than, you know, you're, they have people from like, real world on MTV and stuff. You know, you've got A, B, C, D, all kind of listers on there, but usually they're very short on the A-lister people, okay? And I think the only reason they got Tom Sizemore was because he was pretty much broke, okay? And I, and I knew, I've, I assumed they paid them, but I didn't even think about did, did they pay one more than the other. Well, apparently, according to this article, they offered Lo, Lindsay Lohan one million one million. Actually, it says here, our sources say producers offered Lindsay Lohan one million on her own show, but Lilo turned them down. We're thinking a good move on Lindsay's part. Well, of course she turned them down. She's got enough money. <laughs> she doesn't need to be on that show. I mean, she needs to get help, but she ain't ready to get help, you know. So what good is it going to be for her? I can't, you know... I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Were you going to say something? <laughs> no, 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 okay. no, no. I no. It's just uh, so, so, uh, so. You're mad because I mean, it's just uh, you know, this is a total business move. You know, it's not really. In, I guess you, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I mean, you're not. You know, they're, they're just looking for you know, basically ratings like every other TV show, and they're they're not finding any kind of A-list type person to uh, to get on the show. Right. It's like, are you, you know, it's it's like putting a price on their addiction or something. I mean, I realize that there's a difference. Like, if you're going to hire someone for a movie, I'm sure it depends on who they are as far as how much they get paid. But here, yes, it's a reality show. Yes, I guess partly you want to entertain people. But this is a serious issue. You know, Dr. Drew is an actual physician, somebody who should care about other people, somebody who has a, an oath to take care of people here, you know, and it's like, dude, you know, I like to think that he cares, but this is just such a, 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 a skeevy move on my part, you know, uh, it makes me think, how much does he really care, because if you think about it, you could take people off the street, you could take total no-name no people and make a show about them in rehab, and it'll be a good show, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not trying to say that in a bad way, but like look at that show uh, Intervention, you know, when it comes to something like addiction and getting well again, you're going to see all kinds of drama, no matter who it is, so it's going to be, I, I hate to say good television, because this is people's lives here, I'm not saying it's a good idea for people to go on TV when they're trying to get clean and sober, but at the same time, as far as celebrities go, they're used to having the camera in front of them. So they don't really care, per se, even if they're addicts, because I've seen this show do more good for these celebrities than bad. I've seen so many celebrities who went in there with the wrong 
motives and come out doing better. So for the right. celebrity, good. I think for a regular person, if they were to do that, it might, it might, because I think anybody who just jumps into reality TV, addict or not, it's going to mess up with, it's going to mess with their head. If they get that instant fame, it's going to mess with their head. So I don't think it's a good idea for regular people to do it, but I'm just saying he could do that show with all D-lifters and it'll still be uh, a good show. So, so what you're saying is, it's it's it, it, it's more about the stories. It's more about you know the the you know, the the actual the stories of the people as opposed to the people themselves that make the thing you know interesting and compelling. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure people. I mean, I don't know what it is. Do people like to see the celebrities that, that they have miserable lives or that they're just like us? You know. And the bigger the celebrity, the more they have to feel better about themselves. I don't know. I don't know the reasoning behind why. We, I, oh, I yeah. Like yeah. yeah. I like to watch it because it is so telling. Yeah, it's, it's, you see real drama, real-life drama, and um, you learn a lot. I mean, I've learned so much about addiction just from watching that show, just from listening to to Dr. Drew, because if you listen to Dr. Drew, he makes sense. He knows what he's talking about. I just hate that he's kind of sold his soul to the devil, so to speak, when it comes to the fame part of it. You know, I think he's, I saw somebody tweet to him on Twitter one day, and he retweeted it. That's how I saw it. But do you ever work with anybody other than celebrities, you know, or something like that? And he's like, Every day, every time I'm not on the camera, every time I'm not shooting something, yes. Like in other words, yes, I work with regular people all the time. Is what he's saying. Right, right. So right. I'm sure they have big bank accounts, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, the, the, I mean, it's, it, it won't be the first show that is not, you know, that is delayed or not made because, you know, of a business decision. There's been a lot of television shows that have been canceled really good stories of shows that were there for five episodes, um, you know, that were people liked or were critically acclaimed and they didn't get the numbers, they didn't get the ratings, so they were canceled. So unfortunately that's kind of um, part of the business. I'm not defending it. That's just kind of, you know, what happens in Hollywood, I guess. Yeah, actually, in a, to, to be honest with you, I totally understand it in a way. I guess it just was so distasteful to me because, I think about these people and what they're going through, and I'm like, man, you know, it just kind of makes them look shysterish. But I understand it at the same time. As far as, okay, I guess of course they would offer somebody, but you know, I don't know. It just makes it look more like he's not out to help them. He's out to get ratings, and he's out to help himself more than actual people. And they're trying well, to get like of- yeah, they're trying to get lives in Ellie. Um, so speaking of shows that shouldn't uh, should or shouldn't be on the television, uh, tomorrow is the uh, uh, the premiere of the uh, John and Kate plus eight minus John uh, show um, on uh, the uh, TLC uh, network. And uh, um, I know Cat uh, is wanting to comment on this, but I do have an audio clip here that oh. will uh, that will play before uh, we have Cat's comments on this. So take a listen to this. Very, very, it's sad. It's cut short. It's too soon. It's been a great run. I never had a clear picture of how it would end. But, um, I really, I think it's too soon. Welcome back. 
It's good to be back. Thank you. I am packing to take the kids away on a mysterious trip. Well, Buzz Aldrin went back to the moon and he asked us to come visit him. Uh, so, Kat, your your pal, uh, Kate Gosselin, what, what do you think about the – I know you're going to be watching the show tomorrow, aren't you? Oh, I've got the snacks ready. I have the DVR set because I'm going to watch it and DVR it, and I have a bunch of friends coming over for a party to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Not really. Why do we have to be subjected to more Kate and her age? I don't, I don't know. I guess I can never. I can't say I watch the show because I never watched the show. I just know how much she annoys me, and I just wonder to this day how she is so popular. Maybe that's unfair for me to. It's just what I have seen of her, and I'm not just talking about Dancing with the Stars. What I have seen of her is so, ugh, you know. It's like, I just don't know. I just don't know. You know, like, I I don't know if you ever saw that YouTube video where she was was getting ready for, this was like before the cameras were going to roll, and she was going to be on some interview for some show. And all her kids were there with her. And she had one of the little girls, actually not one of the eight, but I think one of the twins, who was really just dying of thirst. I mean, she was so thirsty, she was, you could tell this child was thirsty, the way she was whining. She wasn't being bratty. She was really thirsty. Like, Mom, Mom, I'm so thirsty, please. And she had a bottle of water next to her. Like, please, Mom, I just need a little water. She's like, stop it, stop it. You know, we have, we're about to get on. We're about to get on. Stop. You know, she was kind of yelling at her, right? And then she picks up the water bottle and drinks herself while the little girl's going, Mommy, please, please. And she sat there and drank in front of her because she's saying, No, you can't have any right now. We're about to have, we're about to get on the air. No, no, no. And then she drank in front of her to be a bitch in front of her little <laughs> kid. You know, I'm like, You are just a child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> And then when she was drinking the water, the little girl was like, Ma! (laughs) I'm like, you are so mean, lady. I just, when I saw that video, I don't know, it just was kind of like, eh, whatever. You ain't all that hate. (laughs) (laughs) If I was there, I would have given the kid a Slurpee and then tell her to to drink half of it and then pour the rest on her mom. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh man that's uh, that's uh, that's funny um I, I i i love when you go off on kate gosselin that just that makes that makes the whole show right there that uh thank you for i uh, probably should watch this so i could see if uh she does anything to, to annoy me and then i could go off more but you know what i'm afraid that if i actually start watching the show i might start liking her a little bit oh so you can't do that Okay. <laughs> I'll do it then. I'll watch it. Now, see, my prediction is if you watch it, 
You're gonna you're gonna hate her more, and it'll be really good radio. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I still don't like the Octomom worse. I still more don't like. Hey, you, you know you, you know I combed the news sites by trying to find Octomom stories just for you, and I didn't find one this week. But I'll find one for the next show. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey. Oh, we have our we have our special guest uh, here on the line here, Kat. Uh, I'm very very excited about this. Uh, um, what we'll do is uh, we'll we'll play the unofficial theme uh, for this person. <laughs> uh, and and uh, reading her Twitter, she's very angry. So uh, hopefully hopefully this opening theme here will will get her happy here. So uh, uh, here we go. Welcome to the show, Angry Kimmy. Uh, Kimmy, how you doing there, buddy? <laughs> I'm good. Just, I, I'm driving hey. home through the through the streets of Chicagoland, weaving in and out of traffic. No, I'm not really, give, but kind of. I am me, uh, driving home, but yes. Give, give, give me the traffic report. Uh, you know, t- tell us about uh, all. Is it ra- is it raining there right now? Are there idiots on the uh, road? Give us a scoop. Well, not currently. I'm currently driving behind a car that's from Indiana. So, you know, they're going about five miles an hour and chewing on hay. No, I'm kidding for all you Indiana people. Not really. Um, <laughs> it's not it's all right. It's, it's, it's a little late for it to be heavy. I'm on, like, one of the main streets, so it's always kind of traffic-y. Oh, Chicago Land, one of the main Chicago Land, so it's always kind of has traffic, but it's not as bad as I've seen it before. So, uh, so, uh, so if, I, if I can quote your last Twitter here, because it's out there. So it's kind of pissed. I would have been gone already if I can't leave until the nurse's right is here, and I'm not saying the last word there. So, you, so you're pretty upset. I would have. I would have seen. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I've done everything. I like busted my butt to get everything done on time so that I would be off at a, like instead of like 10 o'clock, I'd be off at like 8:30. Busted my butt to get done. Finished early. Got the last patient out. They went home. Everything's done. Just me the security card and the nurse and she's like oh you can't leave until my ride gets here and she's like on 115th and we're on 81st street and I was like what the hell sorry for cursing but then I was like okay so I waited like a half an hour for her daughter to come pick her up and I could have been home already I was like can't you drive why can't you drive and why do I have to stay you have a code you can lock lock up the building (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't matter because you know the housekeeping people are going to be there within a half an hour. But whatever, I stayed and didn't complain about it. I should get brownie points. Wow. Huh. <laughs> so, so how did the how did the rest of your day there go? Well, here's the other thing. I hardly ever work. I haven't worked this shift very often. I work the twelve to like eight thirty shift. I normally like don't work the shift. I don't really enjoy this shift. I like sleeping more, but. I like to finish my workday early so I can, like, get other things done. 
Because, you know, I, I don't know, I'm a super organized person, and the people that work before me did not do anything they were supposed to do. So I spent, like, half my day finishing what they were doing. And then I've never worked this shit before, so I didn't know when to take a lunch, so I took, like, my lunch too late, and this morning I made, I went grocery shopping, and so I made, like, this really awesome sandwich that I had been craving all day. I normally don't eat bread. I don't eat, like, bread anymore, but I made, like, a sourdough sandwich. Oh, God, it was so good. But they kept bothering me during my break, and we, like, clock out on our break, and they kept, like, Kim, can you come to the floor? And I was like, I'm never going to eat this sandwich, but all I wanted to do all day was eat this fucking sandwich. Oh, sorry, I cursed. <laughs> But they wouldn't let me eat my sandwich. I was so angry. But whatever. It's over with. I'm done. <laughs> wow. Um, hmm. So, uh, so give, it, give us the uh, the Chicago Blackhawks update there, Kenny. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> Chicago's two. We've won two games, the first two games, and the stupid effing Flyers have won the last two games. And you want to know something? Philly fans are so obnoxious. I mean, I know that I'm obnoxious. I fully admit to being really obnoxious. I can be really obnoxious. I know that. At least I admit it. But Philly Fire fans, really, really obnoxious. And it's just not because I hate the team. They're really obnoxious. Other people have said they're obnoxious, and they're mean. But anyway, the Chicago Blackhawks are coming back to Chicago on, I think they play tomorrow. Hopefully we'll win. But I have to tell you, I've lost all hope. And partially because... Every team I really like, like I, you know, have the gear, little shirt and stuff, whatever, I never win anything. And so it's, it's like the Kim curse. I swear to God, it's the Kim curse. Because no one is like the San Francisco Giants, you know, they do really good in the beginning, and then they just, like, peel over and die. I don't know why, but whatever. And then the Bears, well, they just suck anyway. And then, you know, the Chicago Blackhawks go really strong, and then, ah, So I don't think they'll win, which is fine, whatever. I'll get over it. How do you really feel there, Kimmy? I feel a little I'm really upset that they wouldn't let me eat my sandwich. And now it's all soggy, and I don't even want it anymore. I ate, like, three bites of it, and they kept calling me and kept calling me into the floor, and I was like, hello, it's my break time. And it wasn't even, like, an emergency. Like, the patient was really, you know, ill or whatever. I was definitely not complaining. This was for, like, stupid stuff. Wow. Imagine that somebody in, somebody in healthcare that doesn't get a break. I mean, cat, you know, has that ever happened to you in the past? I mean, come on. Unfortunately, yes. But uh, we're as nurses, we're real um, brutal about getting our breaks. <laughs> you know, I know, I know that. And I, even I'm really nice. So I don't even take that many. I I only take like the bare minimum of pee breaks. Like I'm not one of those obsessively. I have to go pee people to watch my patients. I'm not like that. I try to hold it as long as I can. And then the, I like all I wanted was like 15 minutes. I wasn't even gonna take my full half an hour break. I was just wanting 15 minutes to eat my freaking sandwich that I had been it had been calling my name all day. Kim, come eat me. I'm hungry. I know you're hungry. No, I couldn't even eat it. Now it's gone. The throw is gone. Uh, oh, well. One of those wow. things, I guess. <laughs> you feel better now? What? Do you feel better now? A little bit. Oh. <laughs> it feels better well, see, to get it out, right, Kimmy? It uh, feels better to get it yeah. all out. Well, I couldn't complain to the trust nurse. Of course, she took her full half an hour break. Of course. Of course. Uh, of course she did. And then I had to wait. And then she's like, you know, you better go clock out. 
while you wait for me for my ride. And I looked at her and I was like, really? Because she used to be like our main boss at this the the clinic I work at. And I was like, really? I have to clock out even though you're making me stay here? And she's like, yeah, for the budget. And I was like, oh, this date sucks. Oh, wow. <laughs> she's like, because like, you didn't get your break. And I was like, oh. She's like, because you can take your full half an hour oh, okay. break, you're going to have to <laughs> walk out. I was like, that's, oh, this is just lovely. That sounds really Well, it, I mean, I understand. I understand because we are, I mean, you know, I work for for-profit dialysis clinic, and it's huge different from, huge difference from, like, non-profit. And it's the only thing they have around in Chicago is for-profit, which doesn't surprise me at all. So, I mean, there's nothing much I can do other than just, you know, take it. And, you know, there's benefits to being for-profit, but I would like a break every once in a while. I don't think that's too much to ask for. But part of it is my fault. Because I didn't take it when I was supposed to. Instead, I was trying to like fix everything that the people before me didn't didn't do. But that's okay. I'm not going to complain about it anymore. It's over and done with. I don't have to be back at work until Tuesday, so I'm fine. I'll survive. Wow. I'm writing my diary later with red ink. Man. Well, well, yeah. Speaking of that, I mean, you know, Kimmy, you're like everywhere now. You're on Tumblr. You're on Blogspot. You're uh, like you're everywhere, man. What what is up with that? I don't know. You know what? I'm, I have one of those personalities. It's like the one thing I don't, I mean, there's a lot of stuff I don't like about myself. You know, I, I'm a little critical of myself. But the one thing that really annoys me about myself, and I hate it in other people, but I like do it all the time, is the fact to get really enthusiastic about something, really enthusiastic. Like, oh, I'm all going to do this every day. It's great. And then, like, a month later, I'm like, eh, I don't want to do it anymore. And that's kind of how I feel now about the blog spot thing. So I started the Tumblr blog because I come across in my daily life a lot of weird stuff. And I thought, you know, maybe I should make this really easy. You know, I don't have to write long things. It doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to be like, you know, whatever spelling doesn't matter. It could be just a picture and it would be easier. And I like the Tumblr because I can do it from my phone and it takes like two seconds and my phone is always on me. So that totally works. But... I don't know. I don't know about the blog. I go through so many blogs. I just don't even care anymore. Mm, wow. Uh, so speaking of something cool, uh, so you, sir, you were telling me this the, the other night, the, the Boston Celtics badge for, what was it, Gowala or Foursquare? What, what, what's Foursquare. For Foursquare, yes. So if you're a Foursquare user and you like either the Lakers or the Celtics, all you have to do, you don't even have to follow the NBA like on Foursquare. All you have to do is from your phone or from whatever you use to check in, well, it has to be your phone, from your phone um, or your iTouch, whatever you have that has Foursquare on it, um, you just have to put, you have to check in somewhere, and then, like, in your shout-out that you do when you check in somewhere, all you have to do is go, say, like, go Celtics or go Lakers, and you get a patch in honor of the NBA final. Isn't that cool? <clears throat> so, uh, so NBA, do you care? I mean, do, are you picking somebody or doesn't really matter. Um, I don't really get basketball at all. It tires me out to watch it. Like, as soon as I need, like, to take a nap after I watch a NBA game. I don't really care. I just like the Celtics because they have, like, the color green, and I enjoy the color green, and I don't know. I like Irish things, so there you go. Wow. So, Kathy, do, do you follow basketball at all? Uh, do you really care about No, I, I really don't care at all. I have to be honest with you. I don't care. I did. I never even like when I went to the University of Washington. I didn't even go to the basketball games. I didn't care. I went to like the football games and you know the baseball games, but I didn't care about basketball. 
It doesn't wow. excite. Huh. So, so how about so how about you, Kat? Dude, are you following any of this stuff? I'm not really into hockey, and and basketball's okay, but uh, do, do you do you follow any of that stuff, Kat? Um, you know me. I'm more of a football kind of a girl. Uh, that's my, and I guess it's from because I'm from the south. I don't know. It's like a southern thing, you know. Now, basketball is kind of all over the United States. People all over like it. Baseball is a northern thing, you know what I'm saying? So once football season hits, then you can ask me more because that's more what I follow. But uh, I wish I was in the more – I was more into baseball and basketball, though, because, you know, I see people Twittering about their ABL league and all this stuff, and I'm like, I wish I could be part of that fun, but I just don't care enough about baseball. I just – it just doesn't do anything for me. I don't know why. Um, and basketball, kind of, sort of the same thing, you know. But I'm, I want to know. I want to try to understand what this four square is about. Is, is it just? I know it's more than just saying where you are. It's, it's more to it, right? It's almost like a game. Kimmy. Kind of like. Uh, sorry, I just walked into my house. Um, kind of like, well, like between me and me and the girl. Paul and I both patron a certain market in the area, the general area that we live. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're, we're fighting, we're fighting over the mayorship of it. We're fighting because, like, every time you check in, it counts, and if you check in more than other people, you become mayor. And so, Earl cheats, and so he's the mayor because he cheats. Earl cheats. Wow. <laughs> he does. He cheats. I think he decided to buy it. And, and checked in, because I don't know, I don't know. But like the other day, I'll, I'll tell this story, because I, I don't, I don't, is he in the chat room? Yeah, no. well, him or Annie, I can't tell who it is. Okay. I think it's Annie. But I'm going to tell the story, and he, he can't, you know, he can't, he can't dispute it, so I'm just going to say it. Uh, he checked in before square. I didn't know he was there at Peace Market. I had to run in and get, like, food for dinner. So I run in there. I see him, like, in an aisle. He doesn't see me. So I grab what I needed. And as I'm walking by, I say real low under my breath, Peter. And I didn't realize that maybe other people wouldn't understand that it was, like, related to Foursquare, not related to anything else. So the lady, like, in front, like, looks at us, like, oh, are we going to get, like, a fight? And I, as I, like, he, like, gets scared and does this girly scream because he doesn't know that it was me and someone calling him a cheater, and, you know, I would be frightened, too. And so he sees me, and he laughs, and blah, 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 and the lady just kind of looks at us, and I don't know, that's just, see, he cheats. And so I had to call him on it at, you know, this market that we were at. <clears throat> but I really should have realized that saying cheater <laughs> in a public place might not have went over well. So, lady, if you're listening, just cheater at Foursquare, not, not anything else. Wow, hmm. um, and 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 actually, since I since I go to uh, uh, Starbucks a lot, a lot, uh, I, I've actually got a coupon. I've actually got a little discount for uh, for checking in on my little Foursquare thing. So that's kind of cool. Oh, you know what? There's this girl that I was on Foursquare. She's my friend. I don't know who she is, but she's my friend on Foursquare. Whatever. And and she lives in the general area that I do. And like we've been competing at the Starbucks, but I haven't been there for a while. And she made this snarky comment, like when she took over my mayorship, like, ha-ha, I finally get a discount. I wanted to go and slap her. I was going to drive down to that Starbucks and, like, smack her. Just because I thought that was a little rude. 
I mean, I, just because I'm not spending my hard-earned money, you know, whatever. I just thought it was rude. Wow. People are forced bear uh, to be very snarky. Uh, so, so uh, Kimmy, are, are you home safely now? Or are you? Are you in the, I am uh, home safely now. In fact, my cat just walked outside. Get back here. Come on, buddy. Stop smelling the flowers. He likes to go oh. outside on my balcony. I'm not entirely sure why. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, so we got the uh, we, we have uh, we have twelve minutes left before the top of the hour where the Annie and Burl live show will be uh, taking place. Well, you'll get Burl's side of the same story that Kimmy told. Just kidding. No. I did want to go through one or two of these stories before before we end here. And uh, um, so, Kat, I'll, I'll let you choose. Do you want to do the the Hooter story or the Citibank uh, banker story? Well, you know what's funny is I was thinking about this. Both of those stories are, are like opposite of each other. You've got Hooters who claim that they're saying she's not good-looking enough, and you've got the Citibank lady saying she got fired because she's too good-looking. So before we – I just say this real quick because we'll probably only get one in. I think the Citibank lady should go work at Hooters, and the Hooters lady should go work at Citibank. I've solved the problem. Okay, let me. I, I I do I do have some audio clips here. Let me let, let, let me play the Hooters story first. And I'm, I'm I'll probably even I'll play both of them, and then we can talk about them before the end of the hour and eleven minutes here. So let me let me play the we'll play the Hooters story. If you haven't heard the Hooters story, here it is, and then we'll play the uh, I'll, I'll play the Citibank story. Here we go. A Detroit Hooters waitress is on weight probation after a performance review suggested she lose weight. 20-year-old Cassie Smith is contemplating legal action for what she's calling weight discrimination. Now the restaurant chain known for its chicken wings and scantily clad servers is under renewed criticism for its hiring practices. And I think the quote there is, oh no, they didn't. Yeah. Hooters has three sizes for their uniforms. Get this, small, extra small, and double extra small. Frankly, I'm surprised anybody can get in those outfits. A reporter for Fox News is equally surprised, saying at 5'8 and 132 pounds, there's nothing wrong with Smith's size. Just to give you some perspective, using the height weight table from the Federal Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee, the acceptable weight range for a woman Cassie's size is 125 pounds to 164 pounds. But while criticizing Hooters' emphasis on weight, some media reports continued to focus on Smith's physical appearance. Hooters' hottie waitress, Cassie Smith, speaks out about the emotional beatdown delivered by her bosses. This drop-dead gorgeous 20-year-old was told to lose weight or else during her performance review last week. I must say, you're a beautiful young woman. Uh, I think that a lot, of, a lot of people out there would give their right arms to, to look exactly like you do right now. In a written statement, Hooters says it has image standards but not weight requirements and that it's not any different than standards Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders are held to. Gather blogger Jenny Tran says Smith knew what she was getting herself into the day she started working at Hooters. When you walk into a computer tech company, you know what to expect. Techie people that can do techie things. So if a tech company decided they didn't want to hire someone not smart enough to do their programming, is that still discriminatory? So who's in the wrong? Hooters, Smith, or a little bit of both? I'm Christina Hartman for Newsy.com. Multiple sources, the real story. Deborah Lee Lorenzana says she's just a regular woman. But Lorenzana says her good looks got her fired from a $70,000 a year job at Citibank as a business banking officer. I am no Angelina Jolie. I am no Eva Mendes. 
she claims that while she worked at Citibank, her superiors would regularly demean her and discriminate against her for how she looked. She says the focus wasn't on her job, but on what she was wearing. My turtlenecks, my pencil skirts, my business suits. It was so distracting. Maybe she should wear a burqa. Her attorney says it's pretty obvious what the problem was, and that's why they filed a lawsuit. They didn't want to have to see this body of hers. According to the New York Post, her court papers say she complained about the treatment, then was stripped of some of her duties before Citibank approved her request for a transfer to a new branch. In a statement, the company wrote, City is committed to fostering a culture of inclusion and providing a respectful environment in the workplace. But Lorenzana says she dressed like other Citibank employees. She's suing for discrimination. Myra Lopez, The Associated Press. It was so distracting. Okay, so we've got eight minutes left, uh, and I'm going to give you guys uh, just five minutes. <laughs> I'm going to close early. Uh, so, Kat, yeah, I, I know I gave you the first crack at this, but I'll hit the – so after listening to that stuff, uh, well, do you have anything else to, to, to add to that? Well, I mean, as far as the, the Hooters thing goes, uh, the thing about it is when you – to me, if you apply for a job at Hooters, it's kind of the same thing as if you were to apply for a job, like a modeling job or – I mean, obviously they have the one of their biggest things, or actually their two biggest things, the things they're known for is good food and beautiful women. And not that you can't be – a beautiful woman and to be a few pounds overweight. But what I I saw this video where they had the conference of where I guess it was the president guy or the main the main dude the whole of the whole corporation did a uh, a conference where he said you know we have certain things like in other words when when people when someone gets hired on as a hooter hoo- hoochers waitress. Nice, <laughs> nice. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> already on paper that they signed that they have to they maintain this certain you know they have a, a, a whole chart even of the the weight that they have to maintain which is still considered within healthy like they don't in other words they try to promote healthy eating exercise and all this for their waitresses right but they don't they don't tell them okay starve yourself take diet pills and all this apparently I guess the girl, when she was having her counseling session or whatever, evaluation, they offered her a gym membership, and that's where she got really mad. Personally, I would love for my job to offer me a free gym membership. I'll take it, (laughs) you know. If I were her, I'd be like, okay, just make sure it's the best gym in town. (laughs) I think that'd be great. But um, I don't know. I think if you work at Hooters and – they make something about your weight. It's like if you were to become an actress or a model. That same kind of thing happens in that profession, too. I think it just comes with the territory. Unfortunately, I, I know it doesn't sound very nice. I mean, if she was working at any other restaurant, I'd say, how could they, you know? But, right. you know, you work at Hooters, you're going to have to look like a Hooters girl. And Hooters mm. girls are thin, fit, with boobies. <laughs> right. With, Anything else on, so, on the on the city on the city bank thing? Yeah. I'm sorry. I just saw what you wrote in the chat room. I go to Hooters for the articles. <laughs> yeah. Do you, you have any, you have anything else on the okay. on the on the okay, city I'm bank? Sorry. That I'll, I'll, uh, I'll no. She's just dumb. She needs to go work at Hooters then. <laughs> <laughs> She's worried about being too hot. 
oh, God, poor lady, you're just too hot to work at Citibank, then go work at Hooters. They'll love to have you there. Um, so, Kimmy, I don't know if you heard any stories at all, but uh, uh, do, do, you any, do you have any thoughts uh, just on this, just hearing it? What Kat said, basically. I mean, I don't know, the lady who, who's, like, too hot, I mean, wow, that's, like, the worst thing ever, being too hot yeah. to work somewhere. I mean, hello, <laughs> I'm sure that anywhere else, hey, walk across the street to, like, Chase Bank or Wells Fargo, they'll take you, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know, whatever. Everyone sues in this country, so I'm sure she'll get a settlement and whatever. I mean, whatever. And as far as hooters go, I, I think what Kat said is perfect. I mean, you know, you know going into that job that not everyone can work there. So, I mean, that's just that's just the thing. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I know we'll probably continue this uh, at the top of the next hour because I, I probably stole these stories from the Annie Burrow Live Show, so we'll be probably talking about it there as well. We'll probably all call in and talk about it there as well. <laughs> um, but just with a few minutes left, I, Kat, uh, Kat, uh, Kimmy, I, I do want to thank you for calling in, and uh, just even though just uh, just for like half an hour, so I really appreciate it. Um, this was fun. We should uh, we should do this again, and especially you know after you get out of work and uh, you're driving around, and hopefully I didn't cause any kind of accidents. Oh well, no, I didn't get involved in one. I don't care about the people behind me, and I didn't get pulled over, which is fantastic. I have yet to be pulled <laughs> over in the state. That's like a record. Seriously, y'all. <laughs> uh, well, we'll catch Kimmy. I think she may be calling in to, to the April live show after this. Uh, but uh, but thank you, thanks you so much for calling in here. And uh, you know, go Blackhawks. And uh, you know, thanks thanks a lot. You're, you're the best. All right, thanks. Bye, Kimmy. All right, so we have three minutes left here. So, Kat, thank you so much. It's two hours are just nuts. Uh, so, but it, for amazingly enough, uh, this went really quickly this time. So, uh, so I don't know what happened this time, but, uh, but thanks a lot for calling in. I, I wish, I mean, I had this whole thing of stories that we were going to talk about, but, uh, uh and I know I, 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 tw- I Twittered it out today that I was doing all this show prep for these stories, but, um, it was just better to have people call in, uh, and, uh, and chat and stuff. But, uh, but thank you so much for, for hanging out with me these, these last couple of hours. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Had a great time as usual, darling. Mwah! <laughs> and we'll, we'll talk very soon. All righty. All righty. Good night. Good night. Uh, all right, kids. So I got two minutes left here. So um, the uh, the last thing here is um, yeah, where was this at here? I got one more thing to uh, to play here, and uh, oh, that's not it. Uh, I was trying to see coming down to the end of the show, and I just really uh, <laughs> I'm really just getting myself in fits here. Uh, so we have one minute left. So uh, so I, I did want to uh, mention you probably heard already uh, that uh, Rue McClanahan uh, passed away this week uh, at the age of 76. And uh, a lot of us know her from uh, the Golden Girls, and uh, uh, it's, uh, I was watching some of that this week, and uh, it, was, it was just awesome. Uh, and uh, I was just I was reading her uh, obituary today, or you know, just uh, all the stories about her, and uh, I didn't know that she was such a uh, uh, such a diverse type of actress and the type of projects that uh, 
that she was in, uh, but uh, definitely uh, will be missed. And I was also reading a lot of her charity work that she's done um, as well. So uh, I will end uh, with this. And thank you so much for uh, for joining me. I do want to thank uh, Dr. Geek, uh, uh, Jerry Tolbert for joining me, um, and uh, Kimmy for calling in, and of course for Kat for joining us uh, here this evening. So uh, uh, thanks a lot, everybody, for uh, for joining me. And uh, I will end with this, and I will say good night, everybody. <laughs>